and a good day to you. I am Adekunle Joshua. Olamiyoni, and I am very excited to be talking to you today. You're welcome to the Spirituality of Loss series, episode four. In the previous episode, we've talked about the laws of the spirit of life and the law of sin and death. We've talked about the law of love. We've talked about the law of the abundant life. Now, it is important for us to understand that these laws that we've talked about in the past are laws that pertain to the believers in Christ. When I say believers in Christ, our emphasis is on people that are alive. We've said before that there are two, there are basically two kinds of laws that we can do by. There are basically two kinds of laws. The first law, kind of laws pertains to the laws of Beings, the laws that are that has to do with the nature of the beings that lives and exists on the earth, and which we like to call spiritual laws, so to say, though all laws are spiritual. And um, the second kind of laws are the laws that has to do with the operation of these beings in any realm. So, the operations of beings in the in the in the realm of the in the physical realm as its own specific laws. I would get it now. So our emphasis has been on the laws that are so-called spiritual laws, though all laws are spiritual, because they aid spiritual beings in getting results. I would get it now. So that being said, the laws that we've talked about in the past are laws that has to do with beings that are alive, beings that are alive, or let's say living spirits. Yes, that's the word to use. These laws has to do with living spirits. If you're okay, okay, so if you're not alive, so to say. We are not um, a living spirit that is a believer in Christ Jesus because Jesus said in John 10 10 that the thief cometh to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But the reason I came is so that you may have life. So if you have not been born by the word of God, according to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, you are not alive. Okay, you are not alive. So if you are born by the word of God, you are alive. It's simple, really. So if you are alive, you can live by the laws that we've talked about in the past. You can live by these principles, so to say. You can live by the, the law of the you know, spirit of life because you are alive. You can live by the law of love because you are alive. And you can live by the law of the abundant life because you are alive. In fact, each of those laws has a role to play in the bringing out and the manifestation of the life that is in you, specifically. But to the law we're looking at today is the law of becoming. Now, let me address this quickly before we go into the law of becoming. There is a tendency, I realize, that there is a tendency for a person to want to believe or think that what is the essence of laws, since we are born again believers, that um, we are in the era of grace, so to say, and so why talk about laws if we are in the era of grace? It is important that we understand this great distinction, that there is a difference between, I mean, basically law and commandments a commandment is a type of law it is not the only type of law now in the new testament there are no commandments to say except save only one there's only one commandment in the new testament and that commandment is that you love god okay and which is the same thing as the second that is love your own another so when you love one another then it is said that you love god and if you love god you dwell in god this is the commandment that is for new creation in Christ Jesus. But does that mean that the new creation in Christ Jesus is not, are not subjected to laws? No. 
the new creation in Christ Jesus are still subjected to certain laws. When we say subjected now, we do not mean that you have to automatically obey these laws. It means you can choose to operate these laws or not. That is it. So there is the dimension of laws that requires a choice. You can choose to and you can choose not to. But one thing is common about all laws. There are repercussions for failing to live by the laws. Say, for example, the law of gravity. You can choose to obey by this law. You can choose not to obey by this law. Okay, you may you can be ignorant of it. You don't have you might be aware of it. It's not really it does not really matter. The law says that whatever it is that goes up must come down. It is simple, very simple, very simple. So if you go if you jump from a high building, okay, with ignorance to these laws, you are likely going to die. There are repercussions from it. So it is not that you have to you are forced to obey these laws, but there are repercussions for not obeying the law. So Ignorance of the law is not not an excuse to not experience the repercussions for disobeying the law. However, the laws are also created to guide us in the navigation of this law so as to bring forth results. The truth is that not all laws are meant to be obeyed. There are some some laws are meant to be overruled. For example, even the law of gravity is being overruled by the law of thermodynamics. It is important that we understand this. So, laws are created to create a guidance for the uh, person trying to live by these laws or trying to apply these laws. So laws can be applied, laws can be disobeyed. It is not just a one-way fit thing. It is created to guide. The basic uh, reason laws are created is to guide. Even commandments are created to guide. I would agree now. So this particular law that we're talking about today is a law that was created by God as is to guide men in the results i mean in the process of getting results so i can call this law a system i was gonna know we can call this law a system and what is this law it is the law of becoming or the law of process the law of becoming or the law of process the law of becoming and the or the law of process now it is important that we understand this as believers or unbelievers it does not really matter who you are that everything that you are today you become it is so important that you understand this that everything that you are today you became you became you are going so everything what the other means is that everything you are going to be tomorrow you are going to become this is why some prophecies not not some this is why prophecies do not automatically come to pass prophecies have no power on their own to bring to i mean to force themselves on the on the person okay they come to pass as a result of who the believer is becoming yes indeed man is a triparite beauty is a triparite being which means that he is uh you know as a as a man you are a spirit so to say a man is a spirit and he has a body i mean he has a soul and he lives in the body that is the that is the arrangement a man is a spirit he has a soul and he lives in a body that is the arrangement he lives in a body he has a soul and it's a spirit so it means that the spiritual state of the man is the most important you know part of the man as it determines the possibilities that are that are that are available for the man now the possibilities that are available to a dead man cannot be compared to the possibilities that are available to a living man i want to get it now it is very important that you understand this 
the possibilities that are available to a living man is available to his spirit. That is why the very things that the Bible talks about are revealed to us by the Spirit of God to our spirits. So from the day you receive the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, okay, you have become, you know, introduced to a world of possibilities. So you have been introduced to a world of possibilities. Now, whether these possibilities will become actual events depends on a part of your body that you need to pay attention to, and that is your soul. Praise the Lord. Whether these possibilities will come into reality is determined by your soul. How do it now? So your soul, while your spirit determines the state, your true state, your true nature, and your body is, you know, is the physical, carries the physical experiences, the physical evidence of the state of your soul, your mind, I mean, of the state of your spirit, your soul determines who you are becoming. In fact, a quick look at your soul can, can help us understand who you are becoming. Hallelujah. This is one of the reasons why a believer, okay, a believer can still be misbehaving. Because Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God for salvation. The gospel of Christ carries the power of God for the salvation of your spirit. At inception, at introduction, the gospel of Christ is God's power for salvation. Yes, true, clear. But the introduction of the gospel of Christ into your life, okay, brings into it, I would agree now, the salvation of your spirit. So the preaching that is preached to you brings into your life the salvation of your spirit. You have to continue in that gospel. Emphasis on continue. Romans chapter 1, verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by his faith. It is the continuity in that gospel that reveals the righteousness of God through you. Are we together now? So it is the continuity in the gospel, okay, that leads to the transformation of the gospel. So you become an experience of the gospel. Listen to this. You become an experience of the gospel as you continue in the gospel. Not because you go to church. So a man can embody the experience of the gospel. I want to get it now. It's so important that we understand this. This is what the Bible calls the conformity to the image of a son. That you become an experience of the world. So every believer in Christ Jesus has the possibility and, uh, you know, as as the chance yes that's the word to say that's the word to use as the chance to become like the word yes you have the opportunity to become like the word that has been spoken hallelujah so let us understand this let's we're going to read the scriptures now first peter chapter one from verse one we're reading down to verse nine now i read it says peter an apostle of Jesus Christ to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Verse 2. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit, to obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a lively hope somebody say a lively hope so he has begotten us again to a lively hope by the resurrection of jesus christ from the dead now to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fades not away reserved in heaven for you to an inheritance incorruptible undefiled fades not away reserved in heaven for you verse 5 who are kept by the power of god through faith ready to be revealed in the last time verse 6 wherein you greatly rejoice though now for a season if need be so there can be need for it there can be need for it that you are in heaviness through manifold temptations wherein you greatly rejoice though now for a season if need be you are in heaviness through manifold temptations that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes though it be tried with fire might be found to praise and honor and glory at the repairing of Jesus Christ what is found to praise honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ is the trial of your faith so you might begin to wonder why would there be need for the trial of your faith it is a part of the process of your becoming listen to this without the trial of your faith there is no way that we can be sure of its authenticity I will do that now so without a without the sureness of your authenticity i mean of the authenticity of your faith i want to get it now there is no true test to whether you have become like the faith that you say you have so this is why a man cannot have faith beyond the kind of believer that he is becoming i want to get it now so as you become you tend to grow in faith That the trial also the trial of faith is necessary talking about joseph you know joseph had a clear vision a clear dream god has spoken to him yet he went through a process i want to get it now he went through a process and the bible records that after the word of god had tried him so it was the word it was not the devil that tried joseph it was the word of god that tried him he had to prove himself worthy of the experience that he has been called into it does not matter who you are you have to in a way prove yourself worthy of the promises that god has given unto you no matter who you are you have to become the kind of person that can enjoy the promises jesus son of god god himself in the flesh came down to this earth i want to get it now he walked ahead bible says and the word became flesh and we beheld his glory like the holy begotten of the father full of grace and truth we saw him he walked amongst us he dwelt amongst us are we together now yet he did not start manifesting as god from age 12. he did not start manifesting as god from age 8. i want to get it now he spent 30 full years before he started his ministry and in that 30 years i am very sure he saw the sick die. I mean, he saw the sick dying. He saw people dying unnecessarily. He saw people under oppression from the devil. I went to get it now. There were days where they couldn't afford to eat in the family. He saw things happen. He had face-to-face experience with poverty, wealth, temptations of all kinds. I went to get it now. And he was not in a hurry. And what was he doing all through those 30 years? He was learning, taking in information about the world and taking in the scriptures. 
would you not find it interesting that the word himself was studying the word are we together now because the word of god is a mirror and everything that is born through the word of god can find itself in the word of god are we together now so even jesus himself found himself in the word of god and this is why in the synagogue he was able to say that this scripture that is the spirit of the lord god is upon me the lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor he found himself in the scriptures and then this is why he was able to tell them that now is the scripture fulfilled in you so he found himself there is a process to it I would get it now. So I, I'm just saying this. So the word of God is like the natural glass. Everything that is created through the word is able to find himself in the glass that is in the world. It's able, everything. So the level to which you are able to find yourself in the word of God today is the level to which you can gather results. It's the level to which you have become. So God is no respecter of persons. The difference between the lives of born-again believers, the difference between men, so to say, is the kind of person that they have become. Let me put it that way. Because this is not just a law for believers, this is a law for all men. Even in the kingdom of darkness, the results that you can pull in that kingdom depends on the kind of person that you have become. Yes, Jesus has made the, paid the ultimate sacrifices sacrifice are we together but there are still sacrifices i'm being honest with you there are still things that you must do in order for you to become hallelujah hallelujah it is important that we understand this so that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes it says though it be tried with fire might be found to praise honor and glory at the appearing of jesus christ verse 8 whom having not seen you love in whom though now you see him not, you believe. You rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory. Nine, verse nine. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. There's a reason for this scripture. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Now, Abraham chapter 2 and verse 4b, the just shall live by faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. We're coming back to 1 Peter 1 9. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. But therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Look at this again. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21. For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now look at this. So there is a becoming of the righteousness of God. As a believer in Christ, you're already righteous, but there is a becoming. So you can become the righteousness of God. I want to go to now. The goal is for you to become the righteousness of God. Why? Romans chapter 5 verse 21. That are seen as rain to death. Listen to this. That are seen as rain to death, even so might grace reign through righteousness so if you become the righteousness of god i would together now if you have become the righteousness of god then the way sin reigned to death in the past and the grace of god would reign through you by christ jesus in this world so we have less believers that are manifesting as the righteousness of god because we do not understand that we become the righteousness of god 
are we together now? And so in our journey of becoming the righteousness of God, hallelujah, in our journey of becoming the righteousness of God, there is a revelation of that righteousness in us as we live by faith. So the righteousness of God is revealed in you as you live by faith. So this is to tell you that there are stages, there are levels, there are dimensions. So as you continue to become the righteousness of God, dwelling in the gospel, I want to get it now. The medium through which it happens is called faith. Hallelujah. From faith to faith. Now the Bible says that there is an end to faith. There is a goal to faith. So there is a reason why it has to be done by faith. There is a reason. Receiving the end of your faith, receiving the justification of your faith, receiving the goal of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. So why is the salvation of your soul important? Listen to this. Now, the salvation of your soul is important because your soul determines the, ex- I've said this before, determines the possibilities that you experience. Yes, as a believer in Christ, there are vast possibilities available for you. But the mind that you carry, or so to say, the soul that you have, determines the possibilities that are available, that you can experience. And so the state of your soul is the state of the person you have become. I repeat, the state of your soul is the state of the person that you have become. So what exists in your mind are the only things that can exist in your life. It does not matter that it exists in your spirit. Hallelujah. That he exists, spiritually speaking, is one. It does not matter. I mean, it matters uh, if you are dead. Now, if you are alive, it does not matter because then there is a big job, the salvation of your souls. So you might be wondering, what one is the salvation of your soul again? Yes, this, there is a difference between the salvation of your soul and the salvation of your spirit. Listen to this. Now, the salvation of your spirit is what happens when the gospel of our Lord Jesus is introduced to you. Hallelujah now. When the gospel of our Lord Jesus is introduced to you, what happens is the conversion of your spirit, also called the salvation of your spirit. So, as a man hears the gospel of our Lord Jesus, there is a translation in his spirit. He has been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. This is what Jesus said, that if the Son sets you free, then you shall be what? Free indeed. That's the first dimension. Now, there is a salvation of your soul. That is where he said, that is why he said that you will know the truth. The knowledge does not stay in your spirit. I want to get it now. That you will know the truth. The center and the seat of the knowledge that you acquire is your soul. Yes, your spirit does have its own mind. Are we together now? Your spirit does have its own mind. Requisite with the knowledge of God and being honest with you. Your spirit does have its own mind. Requisite with the knowledge of God, being fed directly by the spirit of the living God. But if your soul is not, I mean, if your soul is not being governed by God's word, your spirit will not be able to be able to govern it. So the amount of God's word, I want to get it now. The amount of God's word that your soul has been trained to submit itself to is the amount of possibilities that your spirit will give back to. Because you must understand that it is the spirit that is in us that gives back to results. 
it is that spirit that is called the kingdom of god this is fast becoming a different thing entirely so this is what i'm saying that there is the salvation of your soul and this salvation of your soul is a continuous journey that happens as you you know as the as you continue in the gospel not as you continue in philosophy not as you continue in human wisdom as in human knowledge as you continue in the gospel this is what the bible says in colossians chapter 1 and verse 9 downward verse, down to verse 11 there's a particular verse there in between 9 and 11 that says for this cause also we pray that you may be filled with the knowledge of god's will in all wisdom there's a reason why the bible uses the term all wisdom so because there are different kinds of wisdom but there is a kind of knowledge that you can fill yourself up with are we together now that gives unto you all wisdom that is that you are able to apply wisdom in every facet and every area are we together now all wisdom and spiritual understanding Spiritual understanding is impossible to attain without the salvation of your soul. Because a man, listen to this, a man that has spiritual understanding is a man that walks by faith. It's, see, a man that has spiritual understanding already has faith. So when you have spiritual understanding regarding certain things, I'm being honest with you now, when you have spiritual understanding regarding certain things in life, you have faith regarding that, those things. Hallelujah. Very important. Very important. So if I have the spirit, if for example, if I have spiritual understanding regarding my health, for example, I understand fully well that it is not the things that I eat, okay, that causes things to happen to this body. I will together now. It is not the food that I eat that keeps this body alive so to say it is not the food that i eat that can hurt this body but what comes out of me i want to get it now if i have that spiritual understanding and my body wanted to react somehow somehow i know that definitely it has nothing to do with the food i don't begin to say ah maybe the food i had is bad no i don't begin to say that giving it an excuse to continue i look at the body and say well I, i'm not i'm not i'm not sure what, what is making you react but the spirit of him that raised christ from the dead dwells in me and from inside of me, he begins my mother body. And in a few minutes, he settled. Spiritual understanding. But this is practically impossible. Practically impossible without the salvation of your soul. And the salvation, listen to this. The salvation of your soul, okay, is the end of conformity. I will together now. When your soul is saved, so to say, there is a conformity to the image of the Son. This is why the Bible calls it the end of your faith. The goal of faith, the goal of you walking by faith is that you might conform to the image of the Son. That you might conform to the image of Christ. That is the goal. I will do it now. That is the goal. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, Be not conformed to this world and be you transformed. Do not conform to this world. Rather, let me, okay, let me, let's use the word conform all through. Now, do not be conformed to this world, but be you conformed to the image of Christ by the renewing of your mind. 
That is what Romans 12 is saying. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. And what is that thing that is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God? It is communicated to men through Christ. So if you can conform to the image of Christ, you'll be able to prove all of this. Are we together now? So it is always a choice of conformity, whether you are choosing to conform to the world or you are choosing to conform with Christ. It determines the kind of person you are becoming. Now let's apply. Let's let's talk about this a little, a little bit, a little bit in more in a more secular term. The kind of information that you feed your mind. I was going to now. The kind of information that your mind has access to, consciously and unconsciously, has a direct impact on who you are becoming. Direct. So the kind of people you are you associate with, the, your work environment, the kind of music you listen to, the kind of movies you see, everything has a direct impact on who you are becoming. The books you read. God forbid that you are not intentional about the process of, inf- of gathering information. Then you are in trouble. Because even then you will have no idea about who you are becoming. Even then, you yourself would have no idea about who you are becoming. So I can't over... See, you must understand this. I know you have wonderful goals, wonderful plans, wonderful things to achieve. But note this. Sit down. Sit down and understand this. That for you to be able to achieve any of those things, you have to become the kind of person that can achieve these things. I was going to now. And now, if you are going to become the kind of person that can achieve these things, praise the Lord. If you are going to become the kind of person that can achieve these things, I was going to now. Then you must consciously pay attention to the information that will help you in becoming these things. Because what makes men become is the kind of information that they have access to. Hallelujah. So, you have to understand this. You cannot separate learning from becoming. In fact, becoming is learning. And the law simply states that everything that a man is, he learned to be. I repeat, everything that a man is, he learned to be. If you are whatever you are now because of faith or because of your trust in God, you learn to be. So, regardless of your current situation, you can learn to become something better. This is what I'm saying. This is my emphasis. You can start from today and become something better. I'm going to get it now. Before, in, before the end of the next five years. It all begins from intentionally deciding what kind of information to have access to. Things don't just happen. See, we must have this understanding that trends don't just happen. Trends, when I say trends, I mean evil trends in the world. They don't just happen. The, the seeds have been sold subconsciously in the past. To, you know, subconsciously, just small, small. They pass the message little by little so that by the time they come out 5, 10, 15 years later, it is pronounced and it is acceptable to you because you have been accepting it subconsciously. I do. I find no reason to. I. I, I can't explain. I'm being honest with you now. I can't explain any reason 
why any reasonable country would legalize same-sex marriage. But unconsciously, I would agree now, the promoters of this didn't start five years ago. They didn't start 20 years ago. They started a long time ago, you know, little by little in the songs, in the movies, in literature, in the, you know, in philosophies. They began to, you know, step by step bring these ideologies, little by little, pass it across so that men can become acceptable, accepting of these things in the future. And here we have today, even the church in some countries is legalizing it. I don't think Sodom and Gomorrah did worse than that. I would get it now. So this is to tell you that if you are not conscious about the kind of person you are becoming, you will become what another man wants you to become. I repeat, if you are not conscious about the person you are becoming, you become what someone else wants you to become. So men lose control over their lives because they lose control over who they are becoming. I repeat, men lose control over their lives because they have lost control over who they are becoming. This is a, it does not matter who you are. So before you open your mouth and say, I am a new creation in Christ Jesus, this and this and this must not happen to me. Sit down, calm down, ask yourself, what you are saying, do you have spiritual understanding regarding it? Because it is until the word gets into your spirit. This is what Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 10 down to 12 is saying. Let us labor, therefore, let us labor, verse 11 now, let us labor to enter into that rest. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, that the word of God is able to enter into your spirit straight up without touching your soul. It enters into your spirit. I will together now. And get helps your spirit to gain ascendancy over your soul. When spiritual understanding comes, it is not like what is in your soul gets out. It remains there. But this what is in your spirit has gained ascendancy over it. You will agree with me that there were some habits that you may have left now. You, you, if you check, you will realize that this habit didn't disappear. They were, they are still there. It's just that they have been replaced by habits that are better or worse. So it is not too late to actively engage in your process of becoming. Because if you do not intentionally decide and be aware of who you are becoming, you become who someone else wants you to be. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the law of becoming. It does not respect people. This is the law of becoming. I want to get it now. It is God's system. It is God's system. It does not choose. It does not select. It does not look. It does not look at your labor and say, "Oh, because you walked, because you, you sweep so much, because you fast so much, because you pray so much, this is going to happen to you." No, it doesn't happen that way. It is the law you become as a result of the information you take in. 
And this is why we see chapter 4 and verse 6, God said, my people are perished because they lack knowledge. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 2, grace and peace is multiplied unto you through the knowledge. I pray for you in the name of Jesus, Colossians 1 verse 9, that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So you need to be aware of this law. In fact, whether you are aware of it or not, the law is in operation in your life even now. So ask yourself, who am I becoming? This is my last question to you today. Who am I becoming? Because who you are becoming will determine the results that you can command. And as you begin to take a good deep and deep look at yourself, even in the mirror through the word of God, I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you gain insight and spiritual understanding in the name of Jesus. If you have any questions on how to go about your process of becoming, you can reach out to me. God bless you. I am Adekole Joshua Olambiwano.